Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Where if you feel like texting in auto, excuse me, truckwreck.com text line 877-881-1053. What do you think we were talking about in the break? Because it was pretty <laughs> stupid and pretty amazing. Dream but, City. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much. So I want to focus on the NFC championship game here. We'll get to the AFC championship game uh, a little bit later. By the way, is that... I guess I'm assuming the AFC is the more marquee game. Do you think that is correct or incorrect? Just specifically I, this year. I do think the NFC game, I mean, the AFC game is the premium game. Okay. Because you have, out of the last six years, there's been three MVPs. And I know he hasn't officially won the second one yet, but Lamar Jackson and Pat Mahomes, besides Aaron Rodgers, are the MVPs of this league. And they're facing off each other yeah. to go to the Super Bowl. So you're saying is that of the two games the AFC game would most likely be on Peacock. <laughs> Probably, Probably in a so. few years. Uh-huh. By the way, did just maybe this came out way earlier. I'm just clicking on ESPN.com for something, and it says breaking news, Doc Rivers agrees to deal with the Bucks. Yes, I'd heard that this morning, and that is going to be the inspiration for our 1220 okay. segment of Mediocrity starring oh, Doc mediocre Rivers. Segment? Yeah, no. Segment. You're already planning for the segment to be great mediocre. segment about mediocre Gotcha. In their field. I will say this about the NFC side, though, Kevin. I fe- I do feel like the yeah. NFC side, you won't have a team not ready for the physicality of San Francisco in the Lions. I think Dan Campbell will will be certain that that team is ready for that physical. So it, it, it's still going to be fun, but I agree with Mike. Okay. So what I want to talk about here is besides just making it to the Super Bowl, because I get like that's really the point of this is whoever wins goes to the Super Bowl. Is there anything in particular, because I have a few things, that you think is on the line in this NFC championship game? Brock Purdy's status as a top five quarterback? I can I don't, see that. I don't know if he's top five yet. He obviously had a big drive there to win the game against Green Bay. Um I don't know if it takes winning the Super Bowl, though, because that's the thing is sometimes we do. There's a lot on the line, but sometimes it seems like if the guy loses the Super Bowl, we take away all the accomplishments they did to make the Super Bowl. Well, and there was a story, I don't know, like a week or so ago that the 49ers checked in with Tom Brady and they're like, hey, if you want to play, this is this past year. Okay. If you want to play one more year of football, we would love for it to be with the 49ers. And Brock Purdy, you can just wait your turn or if he gets hurt or something like that. So, like, even at, even as recently as the start of this season, there was word that maybe they were checking around and looking for something else. Before the comeback against Green Bay, there were people who were like, oh, man, see, this is why Purdy's not that great. And some people are like, 
he needed to have that comeback to keep his job. So I do kind of a little bit wonder if their continued playoff progression is key for him to keep his job. I was going to say like the 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 future of Christian McCaffrey and this is now okay. hear me out here. Because I was like the dude's got to be almost 30 years old. He's 27. He's been right. in the league for 8 years and he's 27 years old. And it's yes. Uh, Kevin, he really? started in 2017. Uh, what what year? How many years has it been since then? One, two, three, so four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, it says eight. I'm counting here, right? Right here. I'm counting eight. Yeah, golf. He's uh, well. One of those is a trade year. Oh, okay. So, so seven years. Okay, still twenty yeah, years. Yeah. He's. It feels like he's been in the league for my whole life. Every year, people uh-huh. are drafting Christian McCaffrey, uh-huh. and it feels like he should be older than he is. But that's not a thing. But even still, like the this is the the year that he's primed for it. Like he's done everything this year to set this team up. He's been healthy for the majority of the year as well. Some people think he's the MVP. Yeah, and so I think there's a lot there's a lot at stake for him to say. You know, all these things that you thought about me throughout the season still exist here. All right. So you say perhaps Christian McCaffrey when you were talking about Brock Purdy, I thought this was really interesting. This goes back to. Ryan Clark. This was just a few days ago about Brock Purdy. I'm about to um, make a confession. Mm. The single hardest thing I had to do this year was act like Brock Purdy deserved to be in the conversations with the other people we're mentioning in that tweet. Mm. Because he was playing extremely well and operating in that offense and distributing the ball to Kittle and Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk, we had to continue to include him in conversations with the Lamar Jacksons. We had to continue to include him in conversations with the Josh Allen. Those things are not alike. Brock Purdy is a fine player. Brock Purdy can operate in Kyle Shanahan's All right, office. let's just stop it right there. All right, so there's another person who's like, he's not in this upper echelon. But then we talked about it earlier in the season. He was at the front of the pack for QBR. And that's usually, especially if your team was one or two in the standings in your conference, that's usually the person who would win the MVP. And then you have Ryan Clark. And then you have somebody texting in, why do you media hate Purdy so much? Well, that's preposterous, not us. But there are a lot of folks in the media who are like, he's fine. It's it's tough because... Jimmy Garoppolo is one of the five worst starting quarterbacks in the NFL. And he did make it to a Super Bowl and he made it to an NFC championship game recently. One of the five worst. Okay, go on. And there might be a few more. Ten. I'll just make it, you know, but I mean, we know he's bad. Yeah. He's below average. And so I get where people are coming from going, I've seen Jimmy Garoppolo do the same thing. Now, Brock is way better than Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think it's close. But I do think when you have a team that is this talented, it's very tough to get the credit you deserve. So you almost better win the championship because then it's very tough. It's I think it's very tough for my friends who are not Cowboy fans to tell me Troy Aikman was an average quarterback. He has three Super Bowl championships. I, it's very tough to look at a person and say, so he went to four NFC championship games in a row, won three out of four, and won three Super Bowls. Not by himself. I don't know what quarterback does it by himself. But it's really tough. Brock Purdy is a little bit in that situation. He has a very talented team. 
Uh, obviously, Baltimore crushed them a few weeks ago. But I think he has to win the Super Bowl. And then if he does, it goes away. I don't know. For you, it didn't. Because when you're drafted as late as Tom Brady and Brock Purdy, there is, they're not talented. As in NFL standard talent. Which makes no sense to me because the widely accepted two greatest quarterbacks of all time were taken in the third round and the sixth round. Yeah. So you, you would think people would be like, oh, You can find a quarterback yeah, anywhere. Sometimes we just screw it up. Yeah. But I guess the fact that everybody else is a first round pick, except for Purdy going into that last round, yeah. probably doesn't help that narrative. All right, now correct me if I'm wrong, because I get that that's a huge bit that's on the line for is this Christian McCaffrey's last elite season because he's about to turn 28. Does Brock Purdy, are people going to think he deserves to keep the starting job if they win? But I feel like if they win or lose, San Francisco and the general Bay Area, they'll move about their life just fine. And most people that talk about the NFL will still consider them one of the top teams sure. in the NFL. They're not going. That's not going to go away. I agree. For Detroit... This feels like it would be like fundamentally city, state, and sport shaking to its core if the Detroit Lions were in the Super Bowl. This feels like to me, Corey, I'm going to throw this out and you can say, no, it doesn't. 2010 (laughs) Texas Rangers versus the New York Yankees. We couldn't believe we were in the ALCS. We had never been there. And for Detroit fans, for 90% of Detroit fans or more, they've never seen them well, I won't say 90%. It was 91. Yeah. For, for 60%, they've never seen them in this moment. And it was so long ago, you don't even really remember the feeling. So for them, to me, this is kind of like the way we felt when the Rangers were playing the defending champion tech, or sorry, New York Yankees uh, in the ALCS. Yeah, I, I feel, maybe I'm wrong. It feels like the Red Wings are more important in Detroit than, or were more important in Detroit than any other team for a long time. I think but football so. Football is what football is. I think so because they kept winning yes. Stanley Cups yes. and the Lions just existed. Yeah. I feel like it's just been this underground movement that's like, just wait our turn. And I really don't know if Detroit still even believes. I mean, we remember, Mike just pointed out, we didn't really believe we were there at the, we were like, oh my God, can you believe that sure. this is happening? Uh, this is happening. I can't believe this is happening right now. And a lot of people don't believe in Jared Goff. A lot of people don't believe in. Yes. I mean, Mike, I know Sean McVay moved on from him. That was a, that's a tough thing for us is Sean McVay, who I think is one of the best offensive coaches in the game said, I don't think I can win a Super Bowl right now with him. And I'm I'm not trying to crap on what y'all discussed while we were out that week, but you and Reggie, you told us that you had an argument with a lot of people that Amara St. Brown wasn't that good and y'all like was he wasn't he wasn't elite yeah. i don't think teams my opinion and it could be wrong i don't think teams put um on, on my saint brown i'm yes. just gonna say that saint brown they didn't put him on the same category when you were going up against justin jefferson or right. halfway through the season cd lamb or jamar chase or uh adams like, I just don't think that defensive coordinators probably put him on the same category of, look, this is life or death. If we do not double team this guy and try to take him out of the game, we're dead. We're going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. I just, now he might, he's, this was his third year. I was saying he's getting, I think he's getting to that, but he's not on that level to defensive coordinators. Yet. And and so, so like there's a, he has that too. Uh Jameer Gibbs was a laugh draft pick. Why did you reach so far oh, yeah. to I get was there. a running back when you already have two running yes. backs on your team right now? 
two really good running backs the year before. They were really good. And then I know in our fantasy football league, Jared Sandler blocked a Sam Laporta trade because he didn't think that it was fair that Cooper Cup was being traded for Sam Laporta. The rest of the season, Laporta had better numbers than Cooper Cup did. And everybody, so, so yeah. by the way, Will Chambers is still pissed about that trade that got Fair. blocked. So, like, even Laporta's growth here, I think that the whole Detroit Lions the team, the league. there was a lot of, like, oh, just more Lions moves. And so you're right with the expectation of, oh, my gosh, this is happening. Just you wait. Dan Campbell's been talking about this for the last four years. And there, I do want to talk about Dan Campbell. There is one NFC team that has never made the Super Bowl. Cowboys. No, shut up. <laughs> and that is the Detroit Lions. And so for wow. them to make it, it would feel incredible. For Dan Campbell, he took over a team that was 5-11. and 11, And they had to chew on some legs and take a step back. They were 3-13-1 in his first season. That was two years ago. Now, I realize they're heavy underdogs Seven. this weekend. But if they were to win and Dan Campbell can go in there and go from 313-1 to the Super Bowl in two years, that would be an amazing turnaround. And obviously, I figure Dan Campbell will be a sports god till the end of time in Detroit and probably the greater Michigan area. And the, the, uh, the whole ap- approach to that, too, because like, like this morning when they were discussing what we discussed yesterday for a brief moment with Dak's contract, I heard Bobby and and Choppy arguing about it a little bit, and Bobby threw out the look. If that's what you want to do, then you're gonna have to you, you have to be willing to have the four and twelve season to deal with it. Yes. And Dan Campbell has proven kind of that in a, a shorter period, it's not gonna be ten years of that. You don't. It doesn't have to be ten years of of that. Now I know the Lions have been that for however many years, but Dan Campbell comes in and changes the franchise pretty quickly with a lot of decisions. And not every, I mean, just look at the Texans. Again, I know that they've been in a bad situation for a while, but they also, in a very quick time with the right coach, turned things around very quickly. This is probably the most depressing stat to me, Mike, if you need to get a Cowboys burn in. 15 years ago, the Detroit Lions won zero games in a season. Led and, by our coach. And they are to the NFC Championship game before the Cowboys. <sighs> See, we haven't it, won zero games yet. It's for another. I'll, I'll, I'll tease a topic for tomorrow to possibly put off of what Bobby said, what you just gave as a stat. Why is it the worst thing in the world to have a 4-13 and 13 season? I don't think it is. I mean, I know why they think it is, because you're concerned about relevancy. I, I, I think there is enough good or bad will built up in the Cowboys brand that will people will continue to pay attention and just revel in them being four and 13 was three and 13. The worst thing in 1988. Hell no, it wasn't. It was a great thing. And that's a, And that Mike, that also comes down to do you trust the people to make that yeah. to, to build the team now, right now, I guess the question is, do you trust Steven and Will McClay to build the team from scrap? Cause that's, that's, that's yeah. the real question. And what would happen? Uh, is is if if Jerry's not really the one that's running everything, then if He's Stephen, not. do I trust Stephen and Will McClay to say, I, you know what, we can go rebuild it through the draft, and we're going to make some strong moves in free agency as well. And that's that's the thing that I think a lot of the fan base doesn't believe. But uh, but I think that they could. I think that they could say, with top draft picks, we'll get the right people on this team. The KNC masterpiece right here on one hundred five three. The fan coming up next. This is based on a Rangers player from a couple of days ago. 
How would you reward yourself for making it to Major League Baseball? Did Mike reward himself for making it to the show? Let's talk about it next right here on The Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. So this can be a little different, but I hope it's going to be really fun. Is there is a particular Rangers prospect potentially going to be on the opening day roster? Let's fire off cut number 12. It is this gentleman right here. Here's a swing of the deep fly ball straight. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Center field, Johnson heading back near the wall. This one hits the batter's eye for a game-tying home run. And Justin Foscue in four innings has three extra base hits and five RBIs. And that announcer is pumped about it. <laughs> Announcers got to be, they got to be more exciting. I know they all want to be is like. the visiting team? I guess, man. <laughs> God, I hope wow. so. Wow. <laughs> I hope yeah, Thanks, so. Alec. That was good. Uh, yeah, they all, they all have this like, they're trying to be professional and everything, but home runs fun, man. So I was reading an article from Kennedy Landry from a few days ago and Justin Foscue said he got a chance to go to Hawaii in the offseason. But one downside. Big time. He didn't get to, that's right. He didn't get to play golf. And he said he didn't have any golf clubs yet because I told myself I would buy myself golf clubs when I made the big leagues. So that's why I got to get there first. And then I can move my focus on to buying clubs, getting fitted and all that. So he wants, So has he never played golf? I think he means like his own like nicer set of clubs. Yeah, because I my golf clubs are I was given these golf clubs at like nineteen years old, so I still have never purchased a set of golf clubs. So I can understand it's just that. a whole this bunch of. Or maybe he never did yeah. play golf, and he was just like, "I will give I, myself golf clubs to store in the garage." I need to pull up. He was the fourteenth overall pick. He got like three million dollars. Uh, but I think it's more of golf a clubs? like a motivational I, I thing, it. you know. So here's what I wanted to know. People listening, y'all, well, more just you, Corey, because Mike was in the major league. Yeah. If you made it to major league baseball. (laughs) Corey, you didn't make it. That's true. (laughs) Alec, you didn't make it either. Neither did I. If you want to get involved on this. I remember I played against an Alec in the major leagues. Yeah, it was Alec Medford. Alec Cora. How old would he have been? Four when that game took place? I probably gave up a dong to him. <laughs> oh, my God. Mike, that's not the, that wasn't the right thing. Don't remember that. From the 817. You, I don't think you'd give up a dong. Bro was calling that game from the library. Is your name Eckstein? Because I gave up a guy, he looked like he was four years old and took me deep in, thun- in Trenton. I called him the Thunder. Who is that question for? Is that question for Alec? Yeah, Are you Alec. asking, is his question, is his name Alec Eckstein? Yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> what would you do to celebrate making it to Major League Baseball, Mike? All right, so here's. Did you do anything yes, when you made it to Major League Baseball? Milwaukee here's my goes. celebration. My wife was in medical school in Fort Worth at TCOM. I was making about $10,000 a year playing for the Buffalo Bisons. And it was early August, and I had my wife set me up to work for a catering service where I would deliver food during the offseason so we could have enough money to live. (laughs) And so when I made the major leagues the next day, I said, we can call up your friend and tell him I don't need to deliver food in the offseason. So that was my... That was my <laughs> treat to myself, is I didn't become a delivery man of food in the offseason. Is, is the per diem, is, is, is there a different per diem when you get to the major leagues? Yes, it it was $20 a day in the minor leagues. Uh-huh. And I don't, the per diem's all jacked up now because you used to have to give $50 a day minimum to the clubby. Okay. For doing Damn. all your laundry, having all your stuff ready to go. Dope ass job. It really is. It's a six-figure job. But they decided to take that away where you don't give, you don't give, you know, like a $50 a day. And that was minimum. Usually like a guy like Mike Piazza would just hand him the envelope and say, here's my envelope. I don't need this. You get it. Straight cash, homie. Wow. Um, but I, I don't know. I'd have to ask a, a current player what the per diem is now because I don't believe they owe clubhouse dues. Okay. All right. I'll have to ask our, our friends at Pro Baseballs. So your reward... <laughs> Was not taking a job you didn't want to do. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's a big reward. I was not the 14th overall pick. I was an 18th round pick, and I was like, I we have to make money. I decided to get married at an early age. True. And money started getting tighter. In the 972, hey, guys, I'm a cow and want to know when there's going to be more cow talk. <laughs> Thank you, texters, that, for being awesome. How did that co- cow text that in? Maybe that's one of the cows from the Chick-fil-A commercials. They can talk. To get to his phone, he really had to hoof it. Everybody has cows. <laughs> Not everybody has cows. Not every person, every state. I bet there's a cow in every state. How sure are you of that? 99. How did the cows get to, like, Hawaii? They swim over there? On a boat. There's boats. There's got to be. Somebody was like, hey, we got to get some cattle. I was just curious. How, how else are we make all this get spam? to Hawaii? That's, that's another good question. Are there cows in Hawaii? I don't know. I've never been to Hawaii. You had a chance. I know. Pandemic. Is... Should have done it anyways. Kevin, I feel like I feel like you're making it to the Major League Baseball world. Yeah. And you're buying you're buying the entire set from that year of cards. That's probably true. Tops now. I would also Chromebook. Buy <laughs> <laughs> I would buy all of the boxes at the Dallas Card Show that I want that I don't usually buy, like Derek Holland. All right, I went to the Dallas Card Show with Derek Holland a couple of times. This is what he did one time. He was like, yeah, I just want to, like, buy some boxes. And I said, okay, great. What kind of sport? And he goes, you know, like, just all of it. And I was like, okay, great. And so we just started shopping, and he goes, where are the best cards? And I was, like, explaining the difference between, like, a blaster box that you would get at Target or Walmart versus, like, a hobby box. And he goes, well, yeah, then that's dumb. If all the best cars are in these boxes, why not just buy these boxes? And I was like, right, but that box is $600. And he laughed at this you. This other box is 40 And he goes, oh, okay. 
Yeah, I'll take a couple of those. And he just dropped like, I don't know, it's like $3,000 in like a heartbeat. He looked at you and was like, do you forget I'm a millionaire? Yeah, no, I'm not saying he was wasting his money because it (laughs) could be a great investment. But I think I would just go and just recklessly buy fun boxes of cards or giant Legos. That's by the $900 Death Star. Lego oh, set. like not like thick Legos. No, no, no. You're talking no, about no, like no. giant, a giant, a huge... giant set. Yes, Dude, that would be so much. You should hire a Lego master to just come to your house and start mastering Legos in your house. Hey, if that tall drink of water wants to come over to help me build Legos, I'd be all about that. Legos, huh? All right. Yeah, man. Uh, from the four six nine, Hawaii does have cows. It was also See? amazing during the pandemic because it was empty. So that's yeah. They told yeah. us they go, hey. You can come to Hawaii, but you need to quarantine for two weeks, and then we'll let you out onto Hawaii. And I, onto I re- Hawaii. I realize it's not really called <laughs> All the waves are, are to your own. And I was this like, is my wave. I don't know how long they thought my vacation was. And they're like, oh, we know. That's why we set it at two weeks. Stay at home. A gallon of milk in Hawaii can be 8 to $10 at some stores. There are not many cows uh, on Hold Oahu. on. Are we sure? I, I really don't know. Who needs know. milk that I'm bad call anyway? i my father-in-law and tell him he has extra cows. Send them to Hawaii. You're going to get more money. Alec, and I swear to God, if this is something about cows, I might flip out. What? We're the home of the cows. That's true. What would you do to reward yourself? To reward yourself for making for making major league major baseball. League baseball. I, I already know your answer, Alex. See if I'm right. I mean, I was gonna say buy a cow, but um, I feel <laughs> like I feel like he Get would buy it. every color of the upside down <laughs> Dallas true. hat. I might actually do something along those lines, like expand the wardrobe, but no, I I think I'd probably just like go get a nice steak or something. I, I wouldn't do anything crazy. If we're being totally honest. Okay, you know what? That is that the saddest thing I've to. ever heard. We'll, Some things are a delicacy we'll to a 22-year-old, Kevin. I will sponsor you getting a nice steak dinner. No, we, I'd, we, I'd, I'd go sit front row at Monday Night Raw. That's what I would do. Oh, yeah. now that is a good idea. That's even what though, I would do. Even though it's on Netflix, huh? Yeah, because I don't have Netflix, so I'll just go see it in person. Remember, we sold those front row SmackDown tickets for March. We for, did. For peace Here's the tough thing that I thought about and that a lot of guys do have to think about, but not some guys, <laughs> is what if they send you down the next day? Yeah, exactly. As I was backing yeah. up third base for the 14th time, it felt like. <laughs> oh, you're like, no, yeah. I'm going back it's to It's not going to last forever. So yeah. then you're like, dang it, I just bought a car. What percentage of major leaguers who the first time they ever get called up have confidence? They're like, I'm good. I'll be here. Evan Carter. You have a lo- sure. Yeah, true. You, you do have a lot of confidence until sometimes you play against major leaguers and you're like, I don't know if I'm good enough yet. <laughs> I got some work to do These this guys week. are really good. Aloha, a cow here. <laughs> no, no, that is not a text from a cow in Hawaii. They can only talk as far as we know because they have hoofs. They talk don't have the fingers. We got, a, we got here on a boat, bruh. Also, not every cow likes being milked. Like bulls. Well, <laughs> I mean, I bet they like it. Never mind. Never mind. So Evan Carter was just excited to not live in a hotel anymore. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Wyatt Langford, we can ask him next Saturday when he's in Waxahachie. So we will do that. But that's why I was curious for y'all what your choices would be. I would buy, I would get, I would get a very nice bottle of whiskey, probably like a very expensive bottle of bourbon, like uh, some pappy. Just something, something that, that I don't, 
dude, those bottles can be like five thousand dollars. I was about to ask. And that's like, can I'm, they be? I can't just go buy figures. that right now. Okay. I can't do something. I don't. There's no way that makes sense for me right now. Yeah. But if I, but I would have that to to be one of those special occasion pours for the rest of my career. I think I could that uh, like. That's a special occasion pour. Okay, that's what you call it. You get a, the everyday pour is like a Woodford. Okay. And then you have something for the weekends, and then you have special occasion pour. If you got, like, the Juan Soto contract. Oh, my gosh. What would be your cap on the whiskey you would buy? Like, because I'm sure you could buy some, like, 17th century king, Wait, whatever. One, so a one-year $30 million contract? Uh, the upcoming. Oh. Okay, let's say you got the Shohei deal, but you didn't defer any of the money. Would you say like five thousand is the most I want to spend because that's a lot of money? Or would you be like, no, I want the King Henry the Eighth special selector choice after he got beheaded, or I don't know, whatever. There is a bottle of Colonel E. H. Taylor that's is selling for twenty one thousand dollars, and I bet you can find. And more so I would be, I would be, in, I would be in that world. Like I would okay. definitely look in, in that, that world. world too. And then he's broke. Yeah, but again, I'm oh, Juan no. Soto, so. So you'll have you'll have more. Oh, money. so you're saying yeah. you're good at your sport? The money will keep rolling in. Yeah. Man, look at some of these nicer people. I would buy my parents a house. Well, you know Mike wouldn't do that. <laughs> they have a house. I still don't get this. They don't need a house. They have one. Yeah. They're good. But like this is your way to say, I love you guys. Here's an even better house. Uh with all like all the things you could ever want. You could build you could have a house, Mike. The whole wall is uh is like panels that he can put his cards on. And, like, that could be the whole house right there for you. That'd be my house. <laughs> Man, I really like this one. <laughs> Yo, oh, I'm, I know. He's helping us prove the point. There. Yeah, he definitely is. Is I would buy all, every car from all my favorite movies, like the DeLorean from Back to the Future, the Trans Am from Smokey and the Bandit. That is awesome. I don't feel like the DeLorean's going to cost you that much. That's probably true, but like if go you do just that have already. a already. Reg- you don't need to make no, the majors. No, if you just have a regular job, you probably can't just go buy a car for fun. Mm-hmm. Well, well can unless you, just- you go to Platinum Chevrolet, <laughs> then the prices are so cheap. I mean, yeah, they're the... Great prices, but can you get Michael J. Fox in that car? That's that's how much money if I, I have want. Soto money, I might. Yeah, I want to be able He's to go say. Got Soto money. I want Michael J. Fox to come hang out in the car with me. State of the art. I hell, I hate myself for reading this, but it is really clever. From the six zero one, do you think that cows use a mobile phone? File phone. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next. You know what? I take it back. I would buy all you guys your favorite baseball card, the one that you've always cherished. You don't have enough money. I would. I, gar- I guarantee I would. That's how. That's where I'm thinking. I'm making the major leagues, and I'm Juan Soto, and I'm buying all you guys your favorite card. That would be so nice, Corey. Coming up next. And ripping it Stop up. Stop it. <laughs> It'd make the other one worth more. <laughs> what if you bought all the Jackie Robinson rookie cards and ripped? What is it about going up? to break that you don't care about? No, you got or the one that's most, that's most valuable. Yeah, this is really valuable. But now. there were only three left. I, I destroyed all the other ones. I have the most important one. Do you guys like what we do at the end of segments? Next in the face. No, I don't. Go to break. and gravy. Is this streak ready yeah! to be broken? Here we go. Just go to break. Second and two. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan right now. It's time to go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. 
Yeah, here we go. Snap it. And let's start. What if they changed it next year to snap? <laughs> That's what we heard every time that the Cowboys snapped a ball. That was their cadence, is a, is a soft soprano snap. That would be objectively amazing. I, I would love that. Or what about this from Corey? All your tools. <laughs> yeah, that's really, you, you do a really good cow call. Thank you. All right. The Packers have. It's one of my gifts, Mike. When you do that in the country, do cows come to you? They don't move out of my way. Yeah, they don't move out of my way. The Packers are moving on from defensive coordinator Joe Barry, though oddly enough, Adam Schefter is saying he might still stay on the staff in some capacity. So then he wouldn't necessarily be fired as much as demoted. But as it stands, the Packers, they will or are on the lookout for a brand new defensive coordinator. Does it frustrate you even more that the guy who pretty Shut much down stifled your offense, offense oh well. until they went into prevent defense in the second half? Yeah. No, not the, not the case. I remember. At 10.52 is when the Cowboys broke the code. Well, we were losing by 32 points. And was that, that wasn't, it wasn't prevent. It was, uh, nope, it wasn't. just not caring. That was when, <laughs> that was when the Cowboys ran out of time. Okay. Mm. Yeah. That's, that, that's frustrating to me is that there was a dude that was really bad throughout the entire season at calling defenses and in the playoffs, they were like, mm, can't beat that guy. And now he's fired. How much would you be willing to pay? For tickets to the watch party at Ford Field for the NFC Championship game. Watch party at Ford Field. I don't. Zero. <sighs> if you're a Lions fan. I would like for that to be a free thing. And maybe that's just me being selfish there. But I don't know. 40 bucks. Okay. 40 bucks sounds reasonable. All right. Good luck with that. What? So if you got on to, to the pre-sale, $10. But for everybody else. $20 a piece. They sold more than 20,000 seats like that. So now scalpers are getting big money for this. This is one of my favorite tweets. Getting these tickets for the Lions watch party felt like Beyonce all over again. Now they are already selling for about $100 oh. to get into the first 10 rows of a section, which is weird to me because, like, the game's not going to be played on that field. And some people... <laughs> they want to be closer to the field. Yes! And some people are asking as much as $500 for a pair of tickets to the watch party. And, Kevin, I don't know if you've looked or not, but that, is that when Sunday you said? Yes. I mean, it's going to be AM snow showers and 38, almost freezing They play indoors. Do we have to throw that lady under the bus again? <laughs> Not that Sunday. Question? Uh, yeah, play Sunday they're playing outside. So I'm saying to, for the to... watch party. For, you're right. For the watch party, they will be indoors. Yeah, uh... I'm not paying that much for the watch party. I'll, I'll stay at home and I'll throw a huge party with the people, my friends. Yeah. But you got you do have to say... You saw the Texas Live experience. Derek was down it there. It was cool. It was insane. People were so jacked to be, you know, we even saw it with the Mavericks in 11. They were they were filling up the AAC to watch away games and cheering together. So I get it. I'm not doing it. 
But I totally understand the people that want to go do something like that. It's an awesome experience, something fun to be around. Now, do you believe the Lions can break their streaks in the playoffs and against the 49ers? The Lions have lost 13 straight road games against the 49ers, dating back to 1975, and they haven't won a road playoff game, as we talked about earlier this week, since 1957, which was also against the 49ers. Corey, I do not believe Mike believes. Do you believe that the Lions can pull off this upset? Absolutely, I do, man. Why? Why The game hasn't even started yet. Nobody's been spotted more points yet. Uh, the Lions, I, I, I seriously think that they're that the Lions won't be out physical in this game. If they, I could see that. If they get out physical, they'll just be like, man, San Francisco takes it to another level. That's just what they are, and nobody can nobody can do what they do. But I, the Lions are built for that type of mentality, that they, they can be just as tough as you can, and they can create that. Now, I'm a little concerned for the pass rush against them, uh, but that's there's a lot of fun to be had. I do think that they can. They have a good a chance as some young quarterback from Green Bay coming to Arlington and winning. Oh, well, they no, should be I'm just kidding. favorites then. Um, I, I struggle to see San Francisco losing this game at home. Yeah. I, I, I get it. But on the other side, it's like it's Patrick Mahomes. I get how much Baltimore has dominated the NFL late in the season here. And I think that Baltimore is going to win, but it's like I would, I just wouldn't bet on Baltimore winning because Patrick Mahomes keeps doing things in these playoffs that I don't think his team is capable of doing, but he is. Now I thought this was interesting. I know obviously they got bounced, but Josh Allen now second in NFL history for QB postseason rushing yards. He surpassed Russell Wilson. He is now 31 yards behind Steve Young. I don't imagine he takes any solace in that, but if he's listening, needs something to pick his day up. Good job, Josh He used Allen. the S word a lot on Sunday, so he's probably not. Sucks. Sucks. It sucks. Steve. <coughs> Young. Steve Young. You mentioned Christian McCaffrey earlier. Is I thought this was a really impressive note. He's played in five career playoff games, scored a touchdown in every single one of them, and averaged 109 yards per scrimmage per game. So, He's gonna break a big play, man, and probably a touchdown big big play to go along with it. You have to be prepared that that's gonna happen. Even the one that he broke loose in uh, last week against Green Bay, not go. Have you watched the the fact that that wasn't supposed to be the play was? Oh, that almost, wasn't the, almost didn't happen. Oh no, I didn't know that. The tight end was being told by the fullback to move to the other side, and the clock was ticking down at the last second. And Brock Purdy said, I don't need you to get over there for this play to work. Just run the play the way the way we're set because the clock's about to expire. So he goes ahead and runs it, and McCaffrey still breaks loose. Didn't even need the extra block downfield. Now, you guys did very well with Hall of Fame trivia earlier. I have another question for you to put you to the test. Most playoff wins by a quarterback before turning 30. Who do you think would be in that top five? Most playoff wins by a quarterback before turning 30. Mahomes. Yeah. Mahomes is now the outright leader with 13, and of course he's only 28 and is still actively in the playoffs at this moment. People that never watched him play would say there's no way Troy Aikman won Troy those Aikman games. is tied for third. I feel like Brady's in there. Yeah. Tom Brady is second. So it goes Patrick Mahomes, 13. Tom Brady, 12. Aikman, 10. And Montana? Two- no. 
Uh, he was like 50 when he got drafted. So. Ma- Manning? Like that. Peyton? No. One of these quarterbacks is very good. One of them is Ben Roethlisberger. Fine. Ben Roethlisberger is correct. Wow. Russell Wilson? Oh, and was he, was, he the, that. was he the one that was fine or, no, or good? he's very okay. good. This one is worse than Russell Wilson. Donovan McNabb? Worse than that. Worse than that? Dante Culpepper? Oh, man, he was really good that one year. On that equivalent level. Am I in the right era? Yes, you are. It is a contemporary person that you know. Eli? They might still play football right now. Aaron Rodgers. He, he will even Aaron Rodgers Aaron is Rogers. too good. I told you he's not very good. Okay. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is correct. That was tough. That well, was very before. Well, they, are you saying he's not any good? He's a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, no, he's not very good. Is Joe Flacco, Troy Aikman, Ben Roethlisberger all had 10 playoff wins before they turned 30. Tom Brady has 12. And Patrick Mahomes, who again is 28 and actively still in the playoffs, Already has 13. So very impressively done right there. Now let's talk about the 49ers. Remember when I said the Packers had tied for the most playoff wins. Now the 49ers are in that category as well. So the 49ers, Packers, and Patriots all have 37 playoff wins. Tied for the most ever. Wow. And clearly the 49ers could break that record on Sunday. This is also their fourth time in the NFC title game. In the last five years, best run since the Eagles, 01 through 04. Kevin, for the longest time, us as Cowboys fans, like we could hang our hat because the Cowboys in the 90s dominated so much. We're in those games. The things that happened in the 70s earlier also were yes. that put us in that position. It seems like it's gotten so far away from the Cowboys organization to be in the equivalent of those where, hey, we're tied for the most or we have the most Super Bowl appearances. Yeah. Super Bowl championships, NFC championship appearances. We're so far away from those things. What's crazy? Think about how good this franchise used to be. The Cowboys are one behind that group. They haven't done jack in the playoffs for 25 years. I know it's really 28. But they haven't done jack in the playoffs for that whole run. But here's the reason why. Of the first 30 NFC championship games, they were in 15 of them. Since then, none. But they still have now the fourth most. But you're right. Used to be the most Super Bowls, most Super Bowl appearances, most playoff wins. Now, none of those things. Somebody said Patrick Moo Holmes, Eli Mooning. <sighs> are is that for the same people or are there so many people that are in on this bit. It's different people because now somebody said today's show is utterly amazing. How did we even get to this cow place? Cream City? Yeah, we were talking about cows. I don't even remember like how we got to cows from Cream City, but you have to have cows to make cream. That's how we got there. Or you could do from you can do goat cream. What? True. They have goat's milk. They have goat cheese. I've never seen goat cream. I bet you can. Uh, what about what about peanuts? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.